0: Good morning, you're listening to Radio Ramadan on 1530 AM. You're listening to The Daily Buzz Show. Uh, we're joined today by Amjad Ali. Uh, um Amjad Ali. Wa alaikum
1: sister. How are you?
0: A good, alhamdulillah. How are you? Alhamdulillah, not too bad, thank you. Fantastic. Um, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your work, family, etc.?
1: Well, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Welcome so, um, to you and all your listeners. Um, as you say, my name is Amjid Ali. Um, I was born and raised in the city of Bristol. Um, uh, I lived here all my life and spent uh, most of my um, education here in Bristol as well. Went to the local grammar school, um, did my A levels, and then joined uh, the local bank at the age of nineteen. Um, So that was the beginning of my career some 30-odd years ago, and uh, alhamdulillah, by the grace of God, I've I've managed to to work my way through um, various roles within the bank um, before I took early retirement in uh, June 2012, where I was the former head of HSBC Amana, the Islamic Banking Division for HSBC.
0: Alhamdulillah. And can you tell us a little bit about your family life as well? Are you yourself married with kids?
1: Yes, I'm, I'm married, alhamdulillah. I have a, a, a wife and a daughter, age 16, who's just about to embark on her GCSEs. Um, and we have a, a fairly close lit family here in Bristol as well. So I've got a brother and a sister and nephews and nieces who live quite local to me.
0: Alhamdulillah. And can you tell me, Brother Amjad, how is it that you actually got involved with organ donation?
1: Well, my journey with organ donation actually began um, officially back in September 2013. But my previous history of uh, uh, understanding around organ donation began many years before that. um, And that was back in uh, October 1986 when I was first diagnosed with um, chronic kidney disease at the age of 20. And as I said, that was just after I'd started work with the bank. Um, In my case, it was uh, something that was diagnosed quite late. There was no lead up to um, any indication that my kidneys were failing. And it was a case of six months um, of feeling generally unwell going to the doctor and then after a blood test, I was told that unfortunately both my kidneys had failed and I needed to go on to dialysis. So that was the beginning of my journey of understanding what organ donation is. Um, But in terms of the the active engagement of the role that I've been doing more recently with the support of NHS blood and transplant, um, that began following my transplant in May 2011. Um, and it was just something that I felt I had to do based on my own experience of being a patient waiting for a kidney transplant. Okay,
0: now you basically um, outlined the fact that you were 20 years old when you were diagnosed with chronic kidney um, disease. Now, you said that there was nothing within those six months apart from the feeling of just being very unwell um, to let you know the fact that you had problems with your kidney. Are are there normally indicators to tell uh, individuals suffering from kidney problems that you know this is the
1: issue that you're having? Well when I look back on it now now that I know more about how the kidneys function and and the symptoms of when they're not working so well um to be honest sister the the, the signs were quite clear and obvious um for me it was a, a case of um literally about a year before I was officially diagnosed, um, I noticed that my appetite was suppressed. I didn't feel as hungry um, as I used to. And when I would start eating, I would find it difficult to, to, to have a full meal. Um, as a result of that, I was beginning to gradually lose weight. Um, and, and then the other symptoms were things like just generally feeling tired, lethargic, Um, you know, in terms of um, being able to do a full day's work uh, and then coming home and feeling still energized uh, gradually started to diminish. And it was that that gave me the cause for concern in terms of going to the doctor just to inquire why was I, you know, losing weight. And it wasn't diagnosed immediately the first time I went to see the GP it was a case of well it could be anything it could be just your anemic and we need to give you some iron tablets and see how things go Um, and after that it was a case of you know literally when I went in my sister insisted that I should ask the doctor to have a blood test because at that point I was getting night cramps Um, waking up in the middle of the night with severe cramp and feeling quite dehydrated Um, And that's what led to the diagnosis, really. It was when when we had the blood test that they found that one of the toxins that they measure in your blood, it's called creatinine, where the normal range is supposed to be less than 100. Mine was 1,700. And in my case, they said I was lucky to be alive still, that the body had basically adapted to having such high toxin levels in its system Um, that it continued to keep going, but it wouldn't have lasted forever. It would have eventually led to um, my demise uh, had I not been diagnosed. Uh,
0: Well, alhamdulillah, it was diagnosed. I just want to ask you, is that something which um, other family members have suffered from as well, or was it just yourself? You were the first case within your own family.
1: Well luckily for my family, uh, sister, um, I am the only one in my immediate family who's had this condition uh, there was no history of kidney disease in my family. My parents, may God grant them paradise, uh, were no longer with us, both lived to a, a good old age um, and had relatively healthy lives. In my case, um, they were unable to confirm the reason behind the, the chronic renal failure mm-hmm. because by the time um, I went into hospital and they scanned the kidneys, the, mm-hmm. the actual tissue that filters the blood was non-existent. So there was nothing for them to biopsy to determine what was the cause of um, the kidneys failing. Mm-hmm. But they made an assumption um, and that was simply that when I was age seven, we went back for a family holiday to Pakistan. Mm-hmm and um, it's, it's suspected that maybe I picked up renal TB at that time and the renal TB was in my system which was causing my kidneys to fail and that, that is still unconfirmed but that was the um, assumption that was made at the time. Okay, now can you
0: talk me through a little bit about, obviously you were 20 years old when you were diagnosed um, can you talk me through your treatment and how many years um, the whole procedure took from when you were diagnosed to moving into having a
1: transplant? Well, in in my case, um, I went on to dialysis immediately. So the day I went into hospital um, that very evening was my first dialysis session. Um, And for me, unfortunately, that lasted for 23 and a half years. the first six months of which I was d- dialyzing at the local hospital unit um, but then after that um, I was persuaded by the renal team that it would be in my interest to have a machine at home and, and for me to be um, doing self treatment and I was quite nervous about doing that bearing in mind you know you're at that age I was still relatively young uh, whilst I had great family support around me um, you know, you're conscious of if something goes wrong, then you're relying on family members who, to to help you out. But alhamdulillah, by the grace of God, you know that we managed to go through that um, and and deal with with the challenge and the process. Um, just to come back in in terms of why was I on dialysis for 23 and a half years? Um, I I did have an opportunity for a transplant attempt quite early on. It was literally two months after diagnosis. So I was diagnosed in October okay. and my first transplant um, attempt was in December 20, December the 24th. Okay. Um, unfortunately that transplant took a couple of weeks to work but rejected quite quickly after that. So I literally had the transplant for about a month before I suffered quite a severe rejection and in the end the kidney had to be removed and, and that's when I went back on to dialysis. Um, and, and in terms of what is dialysis, dialysis is, a, you know, a process by which um, you're using a, a machine to clean your blood artificially through an artificial kidney, and that means plugging into it three times a week, in my case up to five hours per session, um, and overall each each dialysis session was taking me around seven hours, so I was working during the day Coming home in the afternoon on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays Mm -hmm. and then plugging myself into a machine to to filter my blood. and, And that's how we survived. That's how you survived.
0: Now, just to remind the listeners again, you're listening to 1530 AM on Radio Ramadan. You're listening to The Daily Buzz. And we're here speaking to brother Amjad Ali. He's just been discussing with us that um, he was on dialysis for 23 years. He did have Ah. the opportunity of having uh, a transplantation, but unfortunately his body rejected the kidney. Now, brother, um, initially, so that was two months after you initially had the transplant. Then how, how long did it take again for another kidney to become available to yourself?
1: Well, I, was, I, I wasn't put onto the waiting list for um, at least five years after the, the first transplant attempt failed. And the reason for that was that that acute rejection created um, a high level of um, antibodies in my system, which meant that any kidney that would become available on the organ donor register, more than likely my body would uh, reject. So for my own health and, and safety, um, the clinicians decided that um, they needed to wait until my antibody count dropped uh, for me to go back onto the list. So for five years, definitely I knew there wasn't going to be another opportunity. But then after that, when I went on to the list, I didn't get another call until 16 years later Um, and unfortunately whilst um, the the kidney was a match um, when they tried to do the transplant there were complications in surgery and that transplant never took Um, but again it resulted in an increase in my antibody count which i was told would make it relatively or almost impossible for me to have another transplant off the, the national register and that if I was to have a transplant, more than likely it would need needed to have come from a family donor. Okay,
0: and eventually, um, with your uh, obviously with your recent history, how are you feeling now? Whereabouts are you in your journey? Well, as I say, I,
1: I had a successful transplant attempt in, in May 2011, so we're, we're coming up to uh, my anniversary of eight years of having that transplant. Um, That was donated to me by my nephew, bless him, who uh, stepped up at a time when I was literally struggling to to continue with dialysis. Uh, Access was limited and I was struggling in in terms of my health. Um, It was deteriorating because of the fact that long term dialysis causes many systemic problems, mainly to do with cardiovascular disease, joint problems and and general you know effects of on on the entire body so you know he was my kind of savior really in terms of giving me that gift of life to to continue yeah. alhamdulillah the transplant worked yeah. um but it meant that i had to go through fairly uh, a vigorous treatment beforehand in order to to get me ready for the transplant and and that doesn't happen in every case but in my case because I had such a high antibody count they had to almost create a blank canvas and that meant having a different type of treatment on top of the dialysis um, just to get me ready and that lasted for about a month so I was on, on a mach- attached to a machine almost every day um, for near enough three and a half weeks before I had the transplant attempt.
0: Now, was it your family member came forward himself or was it just the fact that everyone could see that there was a dire need? How did you go about um, this? Was it an appeal that you put out yourself to your
1: family? No. Forward, um, it, credit to my family, the members stepped up right from the beginning. Uh, I, you know, when I was first diagnosed, my parents, my sisters, my brother, they all offered me an opportunity to be tested uh, for them to donate to me. Um, But, Mabina, I felt personally at that time um, that I I, I couldn't. And and to be honest, that was my thought process all the way through. I didn't want to put anybody through the trauma of an operation uh, for my sake. You know, there are risks attached to any operation, but for somebody to give up a a kidney for for my sake, I I felt quite uncomfortable about. Um, It was only, you know, as I say, when we got to the stage at 23 and a half years of having dialysis treatment and all of the problems that have happened in between, that um, when my consultant uh, approached me and said, look, you know, have you discussed this with your relatives? Um, And I said to him, I can't, I just don't feel comfortable about it. And he took that responsibility on himself to, to raise the question. And alhamdulillah, by the grace of God, every one of my family members stepped forward Mm-hmm. to be tested, um, to, to offer me a kidney. Mm-hmm. And out of that process, um, my nephew was uh, determined to be the the best option at that time.
0: Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. I'm just really grateful that that has worked out for you, Brother Amjad. Now, um, now you're listening to Radio Ramadan on 1530 AM. We're speaking to Brother Amjad Ali um, in regards to organ donation. Now, your health was a major role to play with dedication and passion that you have undertaken in the past number of years do you feel Brother Amjad, that people in our communities only work or dedicate their time if, if it affects them personally
1: that's a really good question uh sister um i can't speak on behalf of anybody else so if i use myself as the example um you know hand on my heart uh if somebody um, had asked me before I was diagnosed, um, would I be talking about organ donation to people? The answer would have been probably no, because I had no immediate um, understanding of it. I have not been impacted by it, um, and for me, there was very little knowledge or understanding in terms of what I would would or could do to to help support the process and and the truth of the matter is even though I was diagnosed and going through the treatment and bearing in mind the last 10 years of my career were in, in the field of Islamic finance where I was working with scholars and imams in Muslim communities across the country, I still couldn't talk about the fact that I was on dialysis and needed a transplant. I felt deeply uncomfortable about um, using my um, ill health as a uh, as a conversation piece to try uh, and persuade people to to think about the subject matter um, and it was only when i 'd had the transplant, and I felt that now that i 'm not going to my community with an ask, but I can explain to them that this has been my journey, my challenge and hopefully that they would respond to that in a different way. There's always a risk, and maybe I was naive in thinking this, but there's always a risk that if you're in a position where there's a need and you're going out to the community that people would say, well, you're only doing this because you need a transplant having had one, I felt it was a duty upon me to, to take my learning and experience to try and help those who do feel voiceless and, and to try and raise the issue um, and create the awareness that, you know, bearing in mind that our community is, you know, has a prevalence towards uh, or being affected by chronic kidney disease and other things that may lead to organ failure that we needed to raise the issue. So th- this is what inspired me to do that. Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Um, just going back in to initially what you said, said, you think within our communities uh, we are deterred to come forward and to actually discuss this quite openly. For example, yourself, if you were um, suffering with kidney uh, chronic disease, Um, But have you come across other individuals as well? And once you've heard their stories, uh, you've seen that, you know, there's a similarity that within our communities, we're not ready and willing to talk about what's actually going on with ourselves.
1: Absolutely. Uh, You know, I think, uh, bearing in mind, um, you may think this is quite odd, but this is the reality of it. Um, while I was a patient, um, I never reached out to anybody else who was also a patient to ask them about their journey or experience. Um, I, you know, if you look at my history, my medical history, uh, I've spent a, a, a significant amount of time in that 23 years in hospital um, for various things. and when i was going in and seeing patients on the ward who you know had similar condition to me but were uh, some way further down the journey in terms of being on dialysis longer than myself and to see how they were affected by the condition i I just couldn't bring myself to to talk about it I, i didn't it was almost a case of i didn't want to know what the future looked like and it was interesting, I, I went to, you know, this is later on once I'd had the transplant, I went to an event in Derby and I came across a patient who spoke, you know, very articulately about their journey and experience and they were brave enough to say, do you know, when I was diagnosed, the things that I noticed is that your friends disappear um, people don't want to engage you as much as they do want did before, mm-hmm. and people are almost afraid to to, to ask how you are, mm-hmm. and 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 that you know was my life. I, I that that happened to me, you know. And to be honest, it was something that you don't want to face up to, but mm-hmm. that's the reality that when things change, you know, our our environment changes and people respond to you differently. But that's not a fault of their own. I think it's just. Uh, it's just one of those things that people don't know what to say, how to provide that support and encouragement. Uh, you know thing is as muslims you know we always kind of rely on the faith that everything comes from allah and your shifa will come from him as well and and that was yes. to be honest the way that i looked at it is that you know at the end of the day allah will answer uh, my call will answer my parents prayers and my family's prayers and that i i will you know get well at some point in the future and, and that was the life and the journey really
0: and Alhamdulillah, have you seen yourself change as well as an individual um, as you've grown through the years uh, with the way that you've handled? I
1: would say most definitely. um, You know, you have to become quite tough, um, quite tenacious, resilient. Those those are words that, you know, uh, are are kind of embedded in me now, in that because there's so many things happening, it's almost as though you get over one thing and and then you find something else is around the corner. When you're you know when you're on dialysis, it's it's just one of those illnesses, unfortunately. And even though the treatment is you know makes helps you feel better, you're having that constant up and down. You go on dialysis and your blood is being filtered and it's, it's being cleaned. But by the end of the treatment session, you feel absolutely exhausted. So there was this up and down cycle throughout the 23 and a half years. But once I had the transplant, there was this degree of stability that, you know, there was no dialysis, but you're having to deal with um, all of the um, unintended consequences of long-term dialysis, unfortunately, which are there. And... In your mindset, um, you perhaps look at things differently in the sense that, okay, these aches and pains may be quite severe to somebody else, but for you, they become par for the course. And, you know, you get up one day and you think, okay, I can walk a little bit better than I did yesterday. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And and other days it's more difficult, but that's just the reality of it.
0: brother you're listening to 1530 on radio ramadan you're listening to the daily buzz show we're just going to take a five minute break and come back with brother amjad ali we're discussing organ donation